Business Savvy Mama podcast, episode 98, how organizing your photos reduces mom guilt. Welcome to the Business Savvy Mama podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lingo. I'm creating an online oasis of fun and fulfillment designed to help overwhelmed mom entrepreneurs. I know you are deeply involved with your family and your business, but you'd like to experience better mental, physical, and emotional health. That's what we're here to do, and we teach you how to do it without sacrificing any additional time and energy. How can we do that? By showing you how to create values-based priority tasks, establish and communicate clear boundaries, and find a community that will support you in reaching your goals, all while learning skills to help you protect and maintain your most important business asset, you. I know your time is precious, so let's dive into today's episode. If you've been following me on Instagram this week, you know that I have been asking my community, how many photos do you have on your phone? And there was a method to my madness. It was all in preparation for this week's podcast guest, Leslie Alder, who is a photo coach. Leslie is a mom to four kids under the age of six who helps overwhelmed moms get their photos and videos off their phone and into the hands and hearts of their kids. Welcome, Leslie. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. I think this is a great topic to discuss as we are heading into summer. So many of us moms have big summer plans out there, whether it is vacations or just basic summer activities. We're going to the pool or we're going on hikes and things like that. So I think now is the perfect time to talk about this so we can kind of get a little bit ahead of the game, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And summer is also a great time. I mean, your kids might be in camps or they might be doing other things. So sometimes we have a little bit more time to work on things that we want to do. That's a perfect point. So tell me a little about what it is that you do as a photo coach and how you got started. Yeah. So I got started a few years ago after my second was born, I had about a postpartum depression and anxiety. And as I was coming out of that, I was looking back on those past six months and I realized that I didn't remember a single thing. And so I was looking through my photos to kind of try to fill in these gaps when my brain just wasn't healthy enough to make these memories for me. I had to rely on the photos that I took. And I was so grateful that I had those photos so that I could look back on them and kind of fill in the gaps where I had missed it. Um, and I realized that I I'd had this plan, like, I'll just worry about photos when my kids are in school or when they're older. But I realized that if I put it off, I would be missing out on so many benefits to myself and my kids by not tackling this project now. And so after a lot of trial and error, I tried a bunch of different things and I ended up finding a system that really works for me to consistently get my photos into in a consumable format, which for me looks like photo books. Not everybody wants to do photo books. That's fine. But what I do as a photo coach is I help you really dial in on what purpose you want photos to serve in your life and to figure out if what you're doing currently is making that work for you. And if it isn't, then I walk alongside you and we figure out something that's going to help you get photos where they need to be in your life. Ah, that's so good because it's so true. Like so many of us take the photo, but then we don't have a plan or maybe it's overwhelming what we're going to do with those photos once we have them. And then, like I said, you know, we've been looking at photos this week, you know, there's people with thousands of photos that are sitting either on their phone or in their Google drive or on their Apple drive or, you know, wherever they are. And so that's great that you can kind of bridge that gap between creating the memory and, and, and cataloging it. And then how you're going to, you know, give it to your children so that they can also participate in the memory of that. 
Back to the episode after this quick break. Are you ready to minimize your daily grind in just one minute? You heard that right. In just one minute, you can pare down your to-do list by using my number one secret for creating a more focused and balanced life as a mom and entrepreneur. And what is this secret? Use my Trim Your To-Do List flowchart to streamline your to-do list so you can have more harmony in your work and home life. This flowchart helps you to decide what to focus on quickly and easily, dedicate time to tasks that move the needle or make an impact, and delete, delegate, or delay unnecessary actions to free up time for your priorities. And you can get instant access to my Trim Your To-Do List flowchart by visiting bit.ly slash trim your to-do. That's bit.ly slash trim your to-do, or click the link in the description for this episode. Now is the time to reduce your tasks and overwhelm while increasing your productivity and fulfillment. Grab your Trim Your To-Do List flowchart at bit.ly slash trim your to-do today. You had mentioned that there's a lot of guilt around these photos. And I, and I can say that for me too, you know, like when I look and I see, I've got 5,000 photos, you know, there's kind of like, Ooh, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to get over this? What are some of the words and phrases that you hear your clients use when they talk about that guilt that they have around their camera roll? Yeah. Yeah. So the greatest irony to me is that, I mean, why do we take photos? It's because we want to preserve this happy feeling that we have, right? But in the process of trying to do that, we just layer on all this anxiety and guilt. So it, it like totally counters that counteracts the purpose of having photos. Right. So a lot of the phrases I hear are, I just feel so guilty that I, I take too many pictures and that I never actually live in the present with my kids. Like I'm not actually there for the moments. Some people have guilt around not taking enough photos or not giving their kids these memories. I, I had this one interview with this one mom that just broke my heart. She said that she saw one of her friends give a photo book to her child every birthday. So each birthday they get a new photo book. And she said, oh, they're such a good mom. Their kids are so lucky. My kids deserve to have a birthday photo book like that. I want to be like her. My kids should have birthday scrapbooks. And I was like, oh, this is just so sad. So I think it can be one of the many things that we have in our lives that promote unhealthy comparison and judgment of ourselves and relationships to other people. Um, and that's one way that I see it show up. Another one is, um, I talked to one mom who said, what if I died tomorrow, all of our family memories would be lost to the dark corners of the internet somewhere. And my kids would never be able to find them. Yeah, that is, it's so true because there, you need to have some sort of outlet for that. And I am a hundred percent guilty of, you know, some days, sometimes I'm really good at them. I do have some framed photos. I've made a couple of photo books, but there's definitely a lot of memories out there that are still trapped in a digital form in my life. And, and I, and I consider myself a fairly organized, you know, person. So even, even the most organized person can have a lot of guilt or feel a lot of overwhelm around this. You had mentioned to me that the overwhelming photos are a symptom of a bigger underlying issue that the moms are feeling. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah. So a lot of times when I'm talking to them, I give them the scenario. I say, if I had a magic wand and I could go bing, all of your photo dreams have come true. What would that look like for you? And sometimes they have a pretty clear picture, but most of the times they don't even know. They just say, I wouldn't feel guilty anymore. The guilt would just go away. And so it's not even some people think it's, oh, I just don't have the time right now, or I'm not sure what I want to do. It's really just that they're running away from this negative emotion. They're running away from the guilt. They're running away from the anxiety 
but they're not actually running towards anything. They don't actually know what they want. So for them, this photo situation, it's more of, they want the relief that one more thing on their never ending invisible mental to-do list will be checked off. They just want the guilt to go away. They think that if I was able to solve that problem for you, if I could just wave my magic wand and it would be done, they think that they would be happy if they were caught up, but they don't actually know what that would look like. They just know that they don't want what they have now. So the guilt is really just covering up the fact that they want permission to feel like they're a good mom and they want these external things to offer that permission to them. But in reality, the only person who can give that to them is themselves. Yeah. And that's so great about what you do is that you really help them to clarify that vision and to get rid of that guilt and to, like you said, cross that one thing off that never ending to-do list that we have as moms, because it's not just about making sure that our kids are having amazing memories. It We have to couple it with recording the memories and putting those memories into some sort of form that the kids can take forward. And there's a lot of steps. There's a lot that's involved. So I love that you're able to to give moms this freedom and to to help them stop feeling so overwhelmed by all of their photos that are there. If someone is out there listening and they're thinking, yeah, everything that she's saying is totally me. I'm overwhelmed by my photos. I don't know what to do with them. Can you tell me a little bit about how they can start overcoming that overwhelm or guilt that they're feeling? Yeah. So the first thing I want you to do is sit down today sometime when you have like five minutes and just write really quick, what role are photos currently playing in your life? And then what role do you want them to play? So a lot of us think, oh, photos, I need to make photo books, but that's not the answer for everybody. For some people, photo books work great. For other people, they prefer to have all their photos on one of those digital frames that just cycles through the photos every so often. Or other people, they have dialed, like they've documented their entire lives on a private Instagram, and maybe they just need to hand the phone over to their kids every once in a while and let them go through it together. But sit down, what role do photos currently play in your life? What role do you want them to play? Because our photos are meant to serve us, right? Not the other way around. So write down what you're currently doing. And if it's working for you, then we can break down how to make it more efficient. But if it's not working for you, really sit down and think about how do you want photos to serve your family? That would be the first place to start. Yeah. And I think that that's so true that sometimes we see, you know, somebody's got great photo books. You know, I have a friend, Lori, who is really awesome. Like you said about making every year, she makes another photo book for her family. And I think, oh gosh, I would love to do that. If I have the time, if I had the time, but in my house, I have a lot of framed photos. So I love the idea that not everybody's vision of what organized photos or how they're preserving memories is going to look exactly the same. And I think that sometimes we get caught in the, I think I should have what that person has, but that isn't the same way that it looks. So that's, what's so great about having somebody like you that can guide them into all the different ways. You know, maybe you want to make a, a video of a slideshow or something like that, or however it looks to you. I think that that's so great that you're able to help people find. It's not just about making a photo book. It is, you know, how it's going to look, how it's going to best preserve the memory for you and your family. I think that that's really great that you can offer that service for people. Well, this has been super enlightening. I definitely want people to be able to connect with you because I think you've got so much to offer moms and helping them get this off their plate, off their to-do list and really start to relish and enjoy those memories. And I've got a couple of rapid fire questions for you, but first I want you to tell everybody that's out there listening where they can find you and find out about your services on the internet. 
Yeah. So my website is lesliealder.com. Um, and I'm also very active on Instagram. So my handle there is Leslie Alder Co. And we talked about what should you do to get started. I actually have a freebie guide that you can find through my profile, my bio link on Instagram. I'm doing a different challenge each month this year, just to kind of help you focus on centering photos and making them serve you instead of the other way around. So go check out some of those. They're all totally free. Excellent. And we'll definitely have links to Leslie's Instagram and her freebie in our show notes. And you can find those if you visit businesssavvymama.com slash podcast and look for Leslie Alder. All right. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? I'm ready. Okay. Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, morning person. What's your favorite activity to do with your family? Oh, so right now I'm actually kind of spoiled. We live in California. And so I love going to the beach with my kids. All right. What's your favorite activity to do without your family? Um, right now I'm definitely in like a learning mode. And so if I get some free time, I love to just cuddle up in bed with one of the most recent books that I'm reading. Ah, and funny enough, the next question, what's the best book that you've read or listened to recently? Oh, I'm right. Actually right now in the middle of, we should all be millionaires blowing my mind. I love that book. I just listened to that book too, like about a month ago. Excellent. I can highly recommend that one too. All right. And finally, what is a tool or a hack that makes either your mom life or your business life easier? Ooh, that's a good one. I think for my mom life, especially if you have little kids that make big messes, I have a very strict policy of not doing any sort of mom work or housework while my kids are napping. Nap time is my time. Nice. I love that because one of my things that I talk to my clients about a lot is finding time for yourself, even if it is just 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, but it should be specifically for you, not about your business, not about your family. So I think that that is a great way to find some you time is to use those naps to do something for yourself. That's when you're reading your books, right? (laughs) Excellent. Well, Leslie Alder, thank you so much for joining us today on the Business Savvy Mama podcast. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Business Savvy Mama podcast. If you haven't already, hit that follow button so you don't miss an opportunity to take action and start experiencing your most fun and fulfilled life as a mom entrepreneur. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your business owning mom friends or leave me a rating on Spotify or Apple podcasts to help other mompreneurs like you start their journey from burnout to blissful. And for even more strategies, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Christy Lingo. I'll be back next week with more strategies to help you experience your most fun and fulfilled savvy business mama life. 